When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hi. Welcome back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, the big Zambonis in the house. Hey, everyone. Woo. Mike, say hi. Hi. How's it going? Nice. <laughs> Mike seems like such a nice guy, doesn't he? Hmm. He's a mensch. Do you think, the, do, is there another side to you that we don't see? Not at all. No, that's just who I am. I, yeah, you just seem like you have a really cool demeanor, and I bet you don't yell much in your life no. or get too frazzled. It annoys family members and loved ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loved ones. I come home, and Sarah's like, hey, how was your day? Oh, it was unbelievable. Just great. And <laughs> every single day, she's like, do you have a bad day? Was, Not really. Listen, there's a lesson. For everybody who just heard him say that, Mike is not going to a special part of our building. He's working with the rest of us, but right. he's coming back every day with gratitude yes. and focusing on the Love positive. It. I remember coming home. I had family members uh, at my ha- at my house, and my sister-in-law was like, how was work? I'm like, really fun. She's like, really fun? And I go, yeah. Like, hashtag blessed, right? Nice. How many people do you know that that say really fun? Work was really yeah. fun. They go fine. It was okay. It was good. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people rely, um, not everybody, but in, in, in many jobs, the, the fun is the camaraderie, the, the water cooler, right. that kind of stuff. The appetizer madness, yeah. the chili cook-offs. <laughs> Those things. But for us, it's actually the work. Right. It's the and now go that that we that we really like because that's where we really talk. Well, and that's part of the reason that we don't need to go to these team building. That's exactly right. Experiences and events because we're already living the dream, baby. That's it. We don't need a break. When we say that we are fully um, as a show, I think taking ourselves out of consideration for the app madness mm-hmm. the cookie um, exchange yeah no there is there, I, what's there there's an appetizer bracket challenge that that we do and the sea monster is behind it and you would think don't you guys care about your professional futures if the sea monster sends it out you be there be square <laughs> but we um <laughs> we are choosing the road less traveled which is lack of involvement Except we'll pop in just to maybe sample a few things. Oh, if someone's got a buffalo chicken dip, <laughs> let me know, because I've got a chip always on my person, and I'm ready to scoop it. <laughs> totally. Oh, anyway. How about chicken dip? Chicken? Oh. What's chicken like dip? Like a buffalo chicken dip. You know I what I'm talking about. I don't like that buffalo flavor. 
Ooh. That. Don't call it that. Buffalo flavor. That's mean. No, like when someone's like, hey, I'm making buffalo chicken or I'm making buffalo dip. I'm like, cool. Enjoy. I like the buffalo dip. What I don't like is a buffalo, a wet buffalo wing. I don't like orange stuff on my hands. <laughs> I like a dry rub chicken wing. I really find that they are superior to a wet chicken wing. If you want to have a sauce to dip it in, so be it. But don't commit the whole danged wing mm-hmm. to being wet. Right. Just give me a side of blue cheese. Thank you. Russia beat Tom Cruise to filming a movie on the International Space Station. Dang it. It looks intense. It's called The Challenge. And it's about a surgeon who has to perform heart surgery on a cosmonaut in space. This is awesome because it would be too unsafe for the cosmonaut to then travel back to Earth to get this surgery. So the surgeon has to go there. I think on just face value, the elevator pitch for this movie is pretty cool. Can we just listen to the... We're not going to understand anything that they're saying, but if you click on that link, Mike... Okay. um, We could play a little bit of the trailer so you can hear like the intensity. All right, here we go. So the accident occurs in space. He's doing a spacewalk. Something happens. He mashes into the side of the spaceship. He's going to translate everything. No, you are, Mike. Uh, he's hurt. He needs surgery. We need to help him now. We can't possibly operate him up there. We need to send someone to him. You can't send someone to him. It's too dangerous. We don't have a choice. He's our best astronaut. Now, just to clarify, there are no subtitles. You are just translating. Correct. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Nicely done. Okay, so the the actress and her director had to undergo like serious, rigorous training before taking off. It took them about 12 days to shoot. Wow. And they wrapped up just a few months before Russia invaded Ukraine. Mm. It's coming out in April. Yeah, that's the trouble, um, you know, for this movie is it's all in the backdrop or the foreground, depending on where you're looking from, is the conflict the war that's happening in russia and ukraine and just this morning i saw you know russia unleashed a missile attack that they hadn't really seen before in ukraine and so that obviously to say the very least complicates the reception of a movie like this but there again you probably have filmmakers there who are as you mentioned it wrapped before the conflict began they have nothing to do with it and they're just like artists living there who want to tell this story so again the concept alone is interesting almost a little little bit of like an armageddon vibe vibe of like we've got to go because it's actually like training of this uh russian surgeon she's going through that same training process that the guys in armageddon went through because she's got to get up to speed she's not an astronaut at all so she's got to get up to speed and get like okay i got to be able to do this and travel up there so that's kind of what the next two minutes of the trailer was what a concept yeah because then, like, wouldn't everything be in slow motion, you know? Cutting someone open, like, trying to work on, what was it, mm-hmm. the guy's heart or something? Yeah. He just, when he calls for the scalpel, he just grabs it out of the air slowly. Right. Totally. Oh, Can I kinda... you not move fast in space? 
Isn't there a gravity situation? <laughs> I know that, but I don't think... I don't Have you think... ever seen an astronaut moving fast when he's being interviewed? <laughs> you ever see him, like, running and... Slow down, Joe. We're and... trying to keep our cameras up with you. I guess not. But does that mean... I mean, I know that they're floating, but I don't know if they're just relaxed. Like, if I said, all right, now jab. Could they jab quick, or is it like no. is it like the easiest boxing match ever to win if you're a defensive yes, fighter? Yes, it's, it's like slow motion. It's like you can't move fast, right? Am I an idiot? Or well, I just no, want to see a space fist fight. That would be incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. Or UFC fighting. Yeah. But then they're just very slowly like, oh, I see that coming. <laughs> I'm going to slide over to my left. It's like a slow jam. Right. But in space, <laughs> right. space slow jam. <laughs> Which is redundant. Yeah, I think the concept is interesting because of those challenges with gravity. Hmm. I think unless you get into the space station and you take your stuff off and you're like, okay, Bob, let's watch some TV. Yeah, like uh, everything just takes long to walk around, I guess. I just want to know what's the quickest you could move? You know, your reflex says, oh, wait, look, that's coming. That wrench is, you know, catapulting toward me slowly in the air. What's the quickest that you can move in space? I'm not going to ask chat GPT. Oh, I see a guy moving somewhat fast and he's kind of floating. Yeah, I think you could punch someone and knock them out in space. To the moon, Alice. Really? I think so. Wow, that sounded like a little domestic violence-y. Well, that was, I was just doing it because there's the honeymooners and it was Jackie Gleason. Why are you doing this to me, Donna? I mean, now you're really trying to paint me in some negative light here. It's just a moon reference. Okay. We gotta go. Jackie Gleason's canceled, everybody. Well, he should have been. Donna. I know. Say the same about Fred Flintstone. Uh, (laughs) It's the same character, basically, just in cartoon form. Well, Bond. Boy, I love that. All right. Um, You know, we should talk about, speaking of uh, assault, we should talk about Jimmy Kimmel, what he has to say about anyone who tries to slap him during the Oscars. And you like something that Seth Rogen had to say on Bad Reviews. Let's get to I those stories. I thought it was pretty humanizing. It was an interesting take. I, I'll share it with you when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. I've never been a fan all right, all right, we're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Jimmy Kimmel. Hey, are the Oscars this Sunday? Yes. Oh, my God, I have to watch the whale. Son of a gun. Oh, man. Mm, where, do, where can I watch that? Uh, Mike, will you get on that? Will do. Hold on. Thank you. And I'll I like just continue. How we, we just treat him now as our personal assistant. There's a fine line between producer and personal assistant. I know. Is but there? He was going to look it up anyway. You know? <laughs> right, Mike? You were I was absolutely. Anyway. I started yeah. typing before you said anything. Yeah, uh, see? He was going to do it right. anyway. You're I didn't right. have to ask. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting, and he's ready for anything. He says, if somebody comes up to me on the stage and slaps me, well, I size them up, and if I'm bigger than they are, I beat the crap out of them on television. <laughs> and if it's The Rock, I run. <laughs> he said there's um, there's been a lot said about the slap up until this point, and it's just a, it's already played out. Uh, Jimmy said it would be ridiculous not to mention it, though. Um, he's not planning to make a whole monologue about it, but he will mention it. You know, I read an interesting article um, about... Chris Rock special, and then, oh, who was it? It was one of the Wayan brothers who said, 
you know, what I'm seeing right now are two people in pain. Chris Rock is expressing his pain. Will Smith is in pain for a different reason. You know, something personal that nobody knows what's going on there. But he said, that's what I see. And I think, you know, maybe they'll start to heal now. Because, you know, his stand-up thing, you know, that small part that he talked about, maybe the last five or six minutes about Chris Rock, that was him expressing himself, finally. Right. That is all. Thank you, The Whale. Prime Video or Apple TV or Vudu, if you've got that through Roku. You are going to have to pay for it, though. <sighs> Sounds like tw- like 20 bucks. No! Donna. All right, I'm not going to watch it. I thought hey, I, if it's six ninety nine, I'm in. Can't you? Is that a write off in our business? It should Somebody, be. It's it, only if you think... itemize. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I you, itemize. you can. If you're going to watch that, you probably can. It doesn't mm. even look like renting is an option on uh, Amazon for that one. You have to buy it for nineteen ninety nine. Wow. That means like six years in the future, you'll have friends coming over and you'll be like, or we could watch the whale because <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> Oh man! I, I who's buying stuff? I People mean, are accidentally. But you're not buying stuff for your kids, right? That's what Disney's for. Oh my gosh! Yeah. In fact, um, yeah, tonight it's a movie night in the Patterson household. Thank you for asking. Is it really? Oh, yeah, family absolutely. coming over and everything? No, just my kids. Oh, what kind of candy are we gonna have? Uh, smorgasbord. We got some uh, milk duds. Got some hot tamales left over. We took quite a. Uh, bag of candy out to the uh, Wisconsin Dells last week, and so we've got some left over there, so uh, yeah, should be pretty good. What's the uh, dental situation like over there? How dare you? Kids going for regular checkups? Yeah, they're going for regular checkups. All right, they're getting cavities? I don't have to give you my dental records. (laughs) You... Dr. Fauci wannabe, you are not in a position of authority. I'm just concerned, because it sounds like you have a lot of candy in the house. And, uh, yeah, we do have some cavities here. We do have some. Dentists love us. They're big fans. What a big fan. They like us. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I had one visit when I was a kid where I had a, it was either 13 or 15. Oh, my gosh. Cavities in one sitting. And, I mean, I ate candy. This is back in the day when parents didn't, I can at least speak for my own, didn't care so much about nutrition. I don't know when my mom started waving the white flag, but it was certainly before I came out. <laughs> and it was just candy. But you know what? Those are like some of my fondest memories. There was a summer. Thanks for asking, Donna. Yeah, sure. That we were members at a community pool uh, back in the uh, little town of Springdale, Pennsylvania. Bouquet Park is what it was called. And they sold candy at the concession stand there. So you could go up. You get all the great ice cream bars. And you get the cookie sandwiches. You get all of them. They're all up there. The bomb pops, whatever. They also had candy. But instead of them being like uh, they're like penny candy, you're like paying like twenty five cents, you know, per fish, Swedish fish. Yes, you get it. Then you get yeah, twenty five in the little bag. Yeah, you buy it individually. That's right. Yeah, and so you can buy them individually. Now they just had them prepackaged. I remember one time my mom took me. I was I went with her to Sam's Club, and we it was the beginning of the summer, and she bought like Sour Patch Kids and Swedish fish in in mass because they were from Costco or whatever, and we were saving probably pennies on what was already penny candy. But we were probably getting each Swedish fish for like, I don't know, 75% of a penny. The savings must have been negligible. But her loading up our pantry with candy at a young age, major mom points. 
That gets you more mom points and like, thanks, mom. I never had a cavity. Hmm. And now I kind of like the taste of bleach. That's not the kind of <laughs> sterile childhood we want. We want candy. We want cavities. Hell, get him, give me a crown. Wow. Yes, King. All right. Seth Rogen says this. He was interviewed by uh, the AV Club, big movie website. And they were talking with him about how his relationship with criticism has changed throughout the course of his career. And I thought this was sort of human, what he had to say. He said, it's funny. I was saying to someone I work with the other day, I'm at the point in my career where not a lot of people are in a position to yell at me in my job. But the New York Times will publish an entire article saying I suck at my job. Mm. That's the trade-off. I worked my way up to not have to deal to not having to deal with that much personal conflict and face-to-face conflict, but I will have like a cultural institution tell everyone that I suck. And he went on to say, and I thought this was human. I think if most critics knew how much it hurt the people that made the things that they are writing about, they would second guess the way they write these things. It's devastating. I know people who never recover from it, honestly. Years, decades of being hurt by negative reviews. It's very personal. And so it's devastating when you're being institutionally told that your personal expression was bad. Like, that's devastating. That's something that people carry with them literally their entire lives. And I get why. I think he, and then they asked him about a couple of movies that were very ill-received by critics, including The Green Hornet, which he, you know, like produced and was was in. It was really like a passion project. But I think he has a fair point there that critics can still not like something, but, you know... Not be so harsh. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt for you to maybe... Humanize your words. But that doesn't sell. That doesn't get clicks, right? Right. Do you want to hear somebody give a scathing review? Or a glowing review. Is that a question or is <laughs> No, that was that was a statement. That's what we that's what our appetite is. Well, because everyone thrives on negativity. It's it's the truth. It's like that you know that's why traffic slows down when there's a car accident. Because people can't help themselves. They have to stop and gawk and slow down. Yeah. It's like, why Why can't you keep going doing 60 or 65 and keep moving and still see? I don't know why I thought of that. Thank you. Thought it. Thank you. Thank you for what you've shared today. You said, listen, ladies, follow my lead. I will be vulnerable <laughs> and I will do it bravely. you damn right. All right. Can I go? Well, we have another half hour. All right, let me read this email then. This is from Alan. Thoughts on why astronauts move slowly. So because in space with zero gravity, they don't experience the same resistance as we do to to gravity. Air resistance. So sudden, harshly made movements, movements will continue at a more exaggerated speed than you would be seeing on Earth. So if you push off of a wall, you'll get the adjacent wall I don't know. Alan, I was told there'd be no math. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just looked at the clock. Oh, I guess we should go. It's Rock O'Clock. Rock O'Clock. Coming up momentarily. We'll see what he's got in store for us today. Yeah, we'll do that. When we come back, it's Donna. It's Steve. It's my time. Hey, it is Rock for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, uh, where they like to say they keep things simple 
transparent and affordable. I think so many people these days, uh, when a death in the family occurs or when they start thinking about, you know, preparing uh, for their own uh, demise, uh, they think about a simple cremation because that's just kind of the best way to do it. You have, uh, you don't spend a lot of money and you can have a celebration kind of that is more relevant to you. Uh, my mom has decided to uh, prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation at Crescent Tide. And uh, she's like, yeah, just do a simple cremation and then just go have a nice dinner. Um, say nice things about me. And if you don't, you don't get any dessert. That's what she says. Um, so she went and had a sit down with Lisa, decided to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation. It's not just the prepaying and pre-planning, though. I always encourage people to go check out Crescent Tide's Google reviews, and you'll see how they come through for uh, families in that time of need, in that time of grief. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hello! Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mike the Zamboni. Zamboni. Is it hard to ride one of those? It's really tough. Handles is it? a lot. Yeah, handles a little better than you'd think, though. I passed him this morning on the on thirty five. It's a little annoying during traffic rush hour. People just kind of stare at you, and yeah, it's rough. What? I do have a oh, poncho no. now that helps for the snowy conditions, which is nice. Yeah. So, Mike, you and I were going pretty slowly with this improv conversation. We were. Yeah. We left Donna. <laughs> In the dust. Like the look of confusion yeah. on her face. I thought a Zamboni was only used during hockey games. Donna, we were joking. Oh, That he I drives it. it to work. Okay, gullible Donna in the house. I thought, I, then I started thinking of a street cleaner. And I'm like, is there street cleaners out there now? Uh, you Listen. know, with that, why don't we jump right to our <laughs> of the day, which I dug up from yesterday, uh, but it works for today. All right. What was your favorite part? part, part? Michael, yes! It's that time. Now, please try to remember, remember. Donna and Steve's incomplete story of the day. <laughs> this happened yesterday, end of hour two. We had been, we got off the rails. We were talking about Shailene Woodley and people eating clay and pregnant women craving paper and the whole thing. <laughs> and then Donna saw like about 20 seconds left on the clock before break and thought, but wait, maybe I have time to tell one more story. Here's how that sounded. All right, hear? royal family didn't go to Lilibet's christening. There's my story. Donna. <laughs> That's the story. The end. Good day, sir. I didn't feel like maybe that was just a headline. Maybe. No, oh, maybe that was a headline. Bah. Bah. <laughs> we hear it one more time. Oh. All right, bah. royal family didn't go to Lilibet's christening. There's my story. Bah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's thought of this, but... With content that good, we should be syndicated. Why have we not gotten syndicated? (laughs) What's going on? Oh, my God. Is anybody listening to this stuff? Put us in, Coach. Come on. How many more stories we could fit in if we could just read the headlines? Yes, that was a good time. (laughs) Okay, so I do have a follow-up on a different story. Yes, you do. Okay, so remember we had that, oh, what is this game show of trying to find a baby mama for Nick Cannon, a game show hosted by Kevin Hart. 
Um, turns out you were on the right track. Uh, the clip was just a teaser for a new show called Celebrity Prank Wars, hosted by Nick and Kevin, and it's going to premiere April 6th on E! The, the premise is simple. They help celebrities pull pranks on one another. Okay. Okay. That makes us feel a lot better. Bye. Okay. All right, all right. Participants are going to include Anthony Anderson, Brie and Nikki Bella, Tiffany Haddish, Taraji P. Henson, Lil John, Joel McHale, Chance the Rapper, T-Pain, and Robin Thicke. Huh. Wow. What's what's uh, Lil John's thing? What? Is that his thing? What no. is it? Yeah! Oh, there you go. I was close. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, there, there you go. go. Those are the three big ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I, I was getting warmer. You were, yeah. Yeah, I felt like you were doing a vocal warm-up for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> bah. <laughs> I guess you are the casino tour, Donna, now that we really, I really hear am. some of it. I know. It was fine. I guess you could call it the final stretch. Right. That's not. That's why I'm not worried about these bots taking over our jobs. I'm that's way my cl- problem, not yes, your problem. I'm way closer to retiring in the boneyard than you are. So, what do I care? Thank you. Where do? You, there's like probably like a. Well, never mind. I won't talk about it. What? I don't want to say it. No, I was just gonna say like. You already view us as the casino tour, so you used to be at the big rodeo, and everybody was listening. Well, it's not that I see the station as the casino tour. I see my career in general. Like, this is it for me. After this, I'm hanging up my headphones. I wonder, I bet you'll never retire. I bet you'll get... I bet you won't retire by choice. Dare you? I just have a feeling that you would have trouble walking into a radio station saying, "This is the last time I'm going to crack open this mic." Yeah, I'll, you know what? You don't know me. I'm just a, I'm trying to get me. to know. I'm trying to get to know you. Uh, tell me, I'm your best friend all the time. Come down for Moose she was avoiding meaningful conversation there, everyone. We ran out of time. Sorry about that. I'm going to be more like Flossie Dickey than those ladies yeah, who I'm were sure dancing. Brian. Oh, hey, Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hi. Hey, man. Putting on the Ritz today. Brought Ritz crackers or saltines? A topic carried over from yesterday. What do you prefer? It depends on what we're going with. What if we were putting peanut butter in between the two and making a delicious homemade peanut butter cracker? Then it's Ritz for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the minority there. Well, that's not why you called. Um, What is today's soup? We got uh, cream of mushroom. Ooh. I love mushrooms. Oh, mushrooms so good. I made a mushroom risotto today, too. I want that. What? (laughs) You got it. Who are you, Gordon Ramsay? With beef short ribs. King, this is what they make on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes. I mean, you're just one step short of Beef Wellington. Yeah, that's, I mean, maybe next week. Is Beef Wellington beef wrapped in beef? 
No, beef wrapped in like a dough. It's like a, right. almost like a pastry. Like a okay. croissant with meat in the middle. You got it. Wow, I'm going to come so That's why it's there. so hard because you can't tell if it's done or not. You just got to get up. Right. You got to use a thermometer, right? Oh. Yeah, well. Yeah, what do you do? Who uses those? All right, yeah. Oh, good to know. Hopefully no food safety inspectors. <laughs> All right, Brian. Get ready for salmonella. Here we go. Always a pleasure. What's that Bye. other stuff? Trichinotis? Trichomosis? What's that one? <laughs> what if we didn't end the show just rattling off various <laughs> fungal or bacteria infections that people could get? What if we just went on a slightly higher note? The bar is low. By the way, there's a fungus named after Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He wanted it to be called John Wick, but instead it's Keanu Reeves. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. You ever want a fungus to be named after you? Not particularly. I'll take a Sammy. Yeah, I'd love, like, the Steve. Yeah. Eat the Steve. The Valentine. It'd be great. A soup, right. maybe. A soup named after us. That'd be good. Oh, that'd be nice if one day, you know what you should do? Name one of the soups after us, after our show. The Don and Steve special soup. I love it. Let's workshop We're, that. We need to go now. All right, bye. Uh, Bradley and Donna next. Loja after that. Bye, Mike.